What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On v the sports betting network. Hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience on v the sports betting network. And we have got ourselves an absolutely locked and loaded hour for you as we've got coming up my DK Network write-up pick. That is going to be happening in a minute or two. We're going to look to stay hot with those. Now, 19 games above 500 with this. Somehow, someway, the overtime in Kansas versus Kansas State does not derail us. So, we are still on the winning path there. And it is Super Week right here on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. So, lots of Super Bowl chatter from there. We're going to be joined by Jared Smith, who does tremendous work here at the network, along with Dave Tooley in about 45 minutes for Dave, about 15 minutes for Jared, taking a look at the Super Bowl, what props they're eyeing, where they're landing on this big game. And then we'll get you guys a little bit more college basketball as well in 30 minutes with Rob Donaldson. He does great work with the show slash podcast, the Rob's Best Bet Show. I'll also try to get his thoughts with regards to where he's landing on the Super Bowl as well. So we've got a lot of good college basketball coming up, and we've got to take a look at what is going to be the big game and try to be able to make you guys some money on both fronts. And there are teams that are trustworthy. There are teams that are not. But... With regards to the most trustworthy team out there in the business, I am very lucky because I do work with the most trustworthy in the business. That's everyone behind the scenes here at VEASAN. They always do such a tremendous job. You've got my producer, Brian. He's able to help me out getting a little bit of a late get there with Rob Donaldson. So we always appreciate him because our good friend, Brian, he also does a podcast that if you're out here in lovely Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, you do want to check out the Concierge Confidential Podcast. He takes a look at all the hot spots out here in Las Vegas. I do my beer reviews. He always does a great job helping you guys out there. So, I mean, that's a very good listen for this week. If you are looking for some of the nice places to be able to go eat and everything like that, and Brian, he always does a knock-up job, every or knock-out job every single time. He is helping me out here on the show. Hopefully not the first one that I was mentioning, but he always does such good work, and it is always appreciated what we get from Brian. When it comes to what you're all seeing on Visa.com, YouTube TV, what have you, all the graphics that we've got, that is Alexis, who does a tremendous job, and she's got one of the toughest jobs here at the network. Make me look halfway presentable in a video form. Always does so all so well. We appreciate all the hard work of Alexis. She does an amazing job on that front, and trying to be able to have things be crisp and clear with regards to the audio, that's tough as well, because sometimes... I have my misspeaks like just a second ago and everything like that, but it's all captured very, very clearly thanks to our audio engineer of Taylor. He does such good work just making sure that everything is coming through, whether you're listening on 
Sports Map Radio, whether you're listening on vsin.com, you're able to listen on the IR Radio app. There's so many ways to be able to get vsin, and Taylor, he does a tremendous job of making sure that all of them are nice, crisp, and clean, and some of you might be listening after the fact as well, and for all of our podcasts, you're able to go to vsin.com slash podcast, and every single show, you're able to find all the hours from it in audio form, whether you like the Greg Peterson experience, follow the money, a numbers game, you're able to go down the list, and when it comes to uploading all of those hours in podcast form, it is our good friend Caesar who always does such a tremendous job making sure that that's all up and running. And along with Caesar, he's got a difficult task of keeping our social media feed all up to uh, snuff as well when it comes to all the video highlights that you see from all throughout the day here at Visa.com, whether that be my show, Follow the Money and Numbers Game. That is all courtesy of Caesar as well. He's doing such a good job. They built a palace named after him. So I appreciate everyone behind the scenes. They do such good work, and as I always say, because these folks behind the scenes, they are always on point. We need to be on point with the picks as well, and we don't want to be the weak link, and right now I think I might actually be doing my job this time. I mean, it's the first time ever, but we're 19 games above 500. We were able to run this thing to 55 and 36, so you know what? Let's look to keep things going. This has been my best 90-plus game start to a season, but you're only as good as your next one, and Got to stay focused here. 617, 618 on the bang board. George Washington, our nation's first president. He's so bold he is going to be playing at home against a pack of Rhode Island Rams. The Rams find themselves as a 5.5 point underdog. Total on this game is 156.5. Sometimes to be able to keep these streaks alive with regards to DK Network or write up picks, you have to go a little bit rogue, and I'm going to be willing to take the one on five matchup here with our nation's first president. I hear that he has not lost since Trenton, and with regards to George Washington, Ironically enough, it is actually a very top-heavy team, but this George Washington team actually checks a lot of boxes that you do want for a rock-solid team that can be able to go out there and get a very convincing win. With this George Washington bunch, they're a team that actually ranks in the top 100 this year in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, and they very much benefit from being at home. They are surrendering 20 points fewer per 100 possessions at home rather than in a roadside shoot-to-court environment, and that's very apparent from their three-point shooting defense. This George Washington team is really giving it up from beyond the arc when they are away from home. They are allowing opponents to shoot north of 39% for three-point range in a roadside shoot-to-court environment that dips all the way down to 29.7% at home. In terms of their home three-point shooting percentage defense, that is 62nd in all of college basketball. And when it comes to this George Washington team, you've got four separate guys on the roster that are give, able to give you at least 12 points per contest. That is headlined by James Bishop. He's able to give you four and a half assists, 19 plus points per contest. It is a George Washington team that they do run into some trouble with regards to turnovers. This is a team that they're going to gamble to be able to get good looks for guys like Maximus Edwards and company from three-par range. So as a result, they're going to turn the ball over a little bit more, but that is not going to be an issue in this game against Rhode Island as we're diving in on this classic A-10 matchup right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And the reason why George Washington's turnover wolves won't be as big of a concern in this game is if you take a look at this Rhode Island team, they're getting about 8.2 to 8.3 turnovers per game, and it gets all the worse when they're in a roadside shoot record environment. For Rhode Island, they are 361st out of 362 Division I teams in terms of turnovers forced on a per-possession basis away from home. That is a big reason why this team is getting just absolutely gashed on the road. On the road, they are the third worst defense in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And on top of that, this is a bunch that they have absolutely no edge down low. Now, if you look at the raw rebounding numbers, Rhode Island's not too bad. Rhode Island is the top... 150 team with regards to rebound rate. David Futures has been able to give you about seven or so rebounds per game. And ever since David Green has been able to come into the fold, he's been able to do a solid job. He's been able to supply the team with a double-figure amount of points per game. He's been also able to give you about five rebounds per contest as well. But with George Washington, they've got a big man down low that comes in from Auburn. And hopefully I say this correctly, Babatunde Akingbola, who's been able to give you three blocks per contest. In terms of percentage of shots, and an opponent takes it, gets blocked at home. George Washington is 16th in the country. 10.1% of shots that opponents take against George Washington when they're in their friendly confines ends in a block. 
Thanks to Mr. Akangbola down low. Absolutely manning things. Then you've got Garrett Johnson, Darren Buchanan. These two guys have been able to combine for about 29 points per contest. Johnson is launching about a 41.5% clip from three-point range. Going up against a Rhode Island team that have been very much lackadaisical with regards to their three-point shooting defense in a roadside shooting court environment. Bottom 20 team in all of college basketball with regards to opponents' three-point shooting percentage. There's really just not a lot to like in general. When it comes to this Rhode Island team, I do think that it's going to be relatively rough for them. It's a Rhode Island team that has now scored 71 points or fewer in six out of their last seven games after they got a nice boost from Green initially being back at the fold as he was missing for the beginning part of the season. They had scored 78-plus points in each of their previous four games, and I was talking about the turnovers for George Washington. Now that's not going to be popping up. How about the Rhode Island Rams? Currently, they are turning the ball over at a clip of 282nd in the country, which climbs to 327th in a roadside shooting court environment. When they're away from home, Rhode Island turns the ball over on north of 20% of possessions, which is why I did make George Washington a relatively nice size favorite. Right now, we're sitting at a 5.5. I'd be willing to lay up to 7.5 with George Washington and the George Washington Colonials, now known as the Revolutionaries, by the way. You're going to find a lot of places. I think you're a Vison. We need to make the switch over as well. They are now called the Revolutionaries. I did not know this until now. Why they changed it to Revolutionaries and not Colonials, I have no idea. So I had to like go back through my article and be like, yeah, I mentioned Colonials, two, three, four. We're just going to change it to George Washington. I mean, that's the way that I had to go about it. Some of these names are very, very confusing. Like Valparaiso is now known as the Beacons for some reason. Why they're the Beacons, I have no idea. Why can't they all be like Long Island University? Back when they were the Blackbirds, they made the shift to the Sharks, and they made it very, very apparent. So shout out to LIU Brooklyn. Too bad the basketball team is not a little bit better, but shout out on the nickname, and those jerseys do look very sharp, by the way. But that said, hopefully this play is sharp. I'm going to be wanting to lay it with George Washington. That is my DK Network right at pick in. When it comes to the total... I did set mine out of 152 with the way that Rhode Island's been a little bit wobbly with regards to their offense and with the way that George Washington just a different team defensively at home. So my write-up is laying the number with George Washington, and I'm going to be taking a look at the under as well. And we were talking about fading one pack of Rams a little bit earlier. How about if we back this pack of Rams? 619, 620 on the betting board. Out there also in the Atlantic 10, VCU the Rams. Hit the road, they're facing off against... Fordham, who's also the Rams. It's just a Rams segment here, even though they're not in the Super Bowl. With Fordham, they are a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Your turn on this game is 141. By the way, up until now, I did not realize how many packs of Rams there were in the Atlantic 10. But that said, with VCU, I did set them as a favorite of four-and-a-half points. I'm going to be willing to lay the number. Strangely, VCU is giving up fewer points on a per-possession basis on the road rather than at home. And Fordham's giving up more points per possession when they're at home rather than on the road. I, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, but this Fordham team on offense is just a complete disaster. They're also at the top 250 with regards to points scored on a per-possession basis. Turn the ball over 13 and a half times for contest. You do have some guys I like down low. Abdul Sabilia has been able to give you about eight rebounds per game, but even with VCU, deal with the injury to Sean Bearsell. You still have Zeb Jackson, who's able to draw out the ball long back. Shulga, they combined for seven assists per contest. Shulga's right now bombing at nearly 40%. From three-point shoot is a VCU team that they themselves get loose with the ball. But VCU, despite the fact that they don't have a single guy that gives you north of seven rebounds per game, they're a top 75 team with regards to rebound rate. So, going to be willing to lay the number with VCU. Somebody total 141 half as well. They're also looking over and coming up next, we're talking some Super Bowl here on Super Week with our good friend Jared Smith of VEASAN right here on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. You're able to sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription and get your first year at a discounted rate since you are a loyal listener to the Greg Peterson experience. You save $41. It's only $199 instead of the typical price of $240 by utilizing the promo code for this show, which is Greg, G-R-E-G. You get access to everything that we're doing on our brand new website over at VEASAN.com with our daily best bets. We'll the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has got the hot hand. Betting Splits to show you where the money and the bets are moving on every single game, plus 24-7 video access, premium analysis, betting systems, our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite player props. Just remember, utilize that promo code Greg. Save yourself some money on the VEASAN Pro annual subscription by being a loyal listener and sign up over at VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa the Sports Betting Network. And I know that this man, when it comes to baseball season, he does this yes run, no run first setting props and his articles with regards to the VEASAN website as well. Those are always some of my favorites, by the way. I mean, this man, he does a little bit of everything from hosting here at VEASAN to doing great work with regards to those articles, live on the line, Fox Sports Radio, and apparently judging bikini contests as well. It is Jared Smith joining <laughs> me, and Jared, it's always great to have you aboard. A man of many talents. Yeah, oh yeah, that was. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I, I think I can retire, Greg. After <laughs> that, I don't think it. I don't think it gets any. Uh, it gets any more prestigious. Um, and I'll be honest. Now that we're kind of turning the corner on football. Um, the nerfy vibes have been seeping into my brain ever so slightly. I've been having, you know, premonitions and dreams about uh, fun ways to expand on nerfy coverage for this season. Of course, I just saw some of the spring training caravans depart the various cities to head down to Florida and Arizona. So we are getting close uh, to Hope Springs Eternal in about two months from now. Absolutely. And those that know me, once college basketball season is done, it's full on baseball mode for me as well. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And pitchers and catchers, they're going to be reporting sooner rather than later. But before that happens, we've got ourselves the Super Bowl to be able to dissect. And Jared, right now, we're holding pretty steady with this line. Most places have the 49ers as a two-point favorite. If you're lucky, you might find one or two straight two-and-a-halves out there. There have been a few that have been up there. Total on this game is 47-and-a-half. Where do you land with regards to the big game, first things first, on just the normal sided total before we look at some of the player props? Well, I, I mean, I think at this point, right, the game, the number itself is, is pretty self-explanatory. Um, we saw early movement towards the Chiefs in direct result of them beating the Ravens and being theoretically upgraded. But then we saw a really sharp group step in right at around Niners minus one, maybe minus one and a half. And it kind of pushed us to that middle point of two. And, and I, I would be willing to bet we stay there for another few days. Maybe when we get to the Friday, Saturday time window, um, we'll see another push of money into the market. I, I think Maybe we're going to see a tick up to the over. You know, we, we saw the number initially come down to 47 slightly and then get bought right back up. And I, I saw Circa touch 48 earlier today. I don't know if that um, uh, survived any, any other under money um, that was, uh, you know, kind of in the market. And, yeah, that got bought back down pretty quick. So, again, it looks like between 47 and 48, 
is kind of that sweet spot right now. And, and I wouldn't expect to see any uh, changes in the cider total until we get to maybe Friday or Saturday morning. Yep, if we see something unexpected on the injury report, that could happen. But sure. I'm not sure if you've been taking a look at this or not, but I mean, other than the Tooney injury along the offensive front, there's just really not a lot of injuries I feel like could really make an impact on this big game, whereas I remember the last few years, especially last year with Patrick Mahomes not knowing how close to 100% he was going to be. There was a lot more mystery there, and it feels like this year a lot of the elements that typically might be a little bit more unknown, we don't have as many of those this year. Well, the injury to to Thune is obviously big. Um, I think William Gay is another one. He looks to be okay. Um, I I think that's another guy that obviously the Chiefs would would rather have. And frankly, that was a reason that I liked the Ravens in the game uh, a couple weeks ago. But obviously the Ravens uh, decided not to uh, try to exploit that injury. If you want to talk about under-the-radar things that maybe won't be talked about on some of the shows this week, and, you know, I always try to find unique angles – I think the field conditions is an angle that I would pay very close attention to. So the NFL is going through the exact same process as they went through last year, which is to create this new, um, you know, natural grass surface that they're using specifically for the Super Bowl. Last year in Glendale, remember they, they rolled it out. You know, the stadium has this like way that they can move the field out and kind of like, you know, procure it. And I, I'm not a botany guy, but they didn't do a great job because guys are slipping all over the place. It was a big story in the game. Um, I think that favors the offense if that happens again this time. And, Greg, you know, you live in town. We've got a lot of rain in Vegas this week, unexpectedly. So that field is out there right now next to Allegiant Stadium out in the elements, and the NFL is kind of managing the, um, you know, the, 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 the safety and the, and the elements there. So I, I don't know what to expect. We won't know what the field conditions are up until game time, but that is something that wasn't talked about a lot last year that became a very big factor in the game. Yep, I think that that's so well said as well. And many people think of the desert and you think, oh, no rain whatsoever. I tell you, I jog outside every single day. I've ran into rain at least three times in the last 10 days. So I can tell you right now that we have been getting quite a bit of rain out here. As joining me on the show, we've got Jared Smith, who does tremendous work over here at Visa and joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And Jared, when it comes to your just overall evaluation of props and how you bet them, how do you go about things? Because I think the most important thing with regards to props, regardless of which team wins and which props you do like slash don't like is to not have a set amount as to what you're going to be looking to bet in the Super Bowl because I think every Super Bowl just has its own sort of quirks it has its own sort of elements and I think that there's some Super Bowls where you can find a ton of value and then there are other Super Bowls like I do think that this one might be a little bit tougher where there might not be as much out there yeah I think every game itself the pros tend to like to bet the same types of props Maybe each game will have its own nuance to it. Um, for example, the, uh, the, the shortest touchdown under one and a half is usually a popular uh, professional bet, especially if this game is going to trend to the over and there's going to be more touchdowns than expected. I think it's if there's six touchdowns in the game, then the under one and a half touchdown should be favored because, you know, on average, one out of six. So I, I, I think I like the over in the game, especially if the field conditions are going to favor the over. Um, and I just think both of these defenses, especially the Niners defense, really, I mean, the Chiefs defense has been exceptional this year. They can be run on and we'll see um, how the Niners exploit that. I, I promise you they're going to run it more than the Ravens did. Uh, but the Niners defense has really been kind of this mediocre unit for most of the year. So uh, that's where I'm kind of leaning um, in, in terms of the props. I, I know certain guys like unders, but I think in this case, uh, I like the over in the game. So shortest touchdown under one and a half is something I'll bet. And I'll probably bet. Um, game tied after zero zero, yes, and three unanswered scored, yes. I think those are ones the the pros usually like to uh, handle. And how much, with regards to your props, do you want to try to find a few that they might be props that they could hit, even if your side slash total does not come through? Because I think that the biggest place where a lot of people go wrong with betting the Super Bowl is that everything is all hinging upon their like side slash shoulder bet and if that side slash shoulder does not come through it's just a complete and utter disaster and it's a complete blow up where all the bets are lost and I do think that it's important to diversify a little bit when it comes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I always tell people in the Super Bowl, too, like, don't treat this like this is the end-all, be-all. For example, one one pro I talked to said if this was one out of 16 games on a regular October Sunday in, you know, week 10, um, they probably wouldn't bet it, you know. And and I I think that we we get it. It's the Super Bowl. You're not going to not bet it. 
but don't view it like just because it's on this stage, we need to, you know, allocate this huge portfolio and make all these things. You know, I think you decrease your bet size for the props because I personally like betting a lot more props. Like I won't have a huge side bet on the game. I like the Chiefs in the game, but it won't be my biggest wager in the game. Um, I, I think the props will greatly outweigh any any side or total bet that I have in terms of the, the total amount of props that I bet. Um, I like a lot of the first bets. I like first perception. I like first touchdown. I like a lot of the, again, kind of the the, the, the game-specific props that don't have to do with a certain team, like the game being tied after 0-0. I like that to the yes. The three unanswered scores, I like that to the yes. Total sacks in the game is another one that I, I thought was a decent bet to the under. Both of these quarterbacks, remember last year, um, everyone was talking about how great the Eagles' defensive line was, um, which is true, but they didn't sack Mahomes once in that game. So I think Mahomes is a tough quarterback to sack, and Purdy's actually uh, uh, high on that list too. So I thought the sacks under was a decent bet too. Kyle Juszczyk also popped for me in a lot of markets. The Niners have been using him a lot um, in, in, in the playoffs, in, in one reception basically you need, three and a half receiving yards. So, again, look for obscure things and just allocate your portfolio to where you're downsizing your risk because don't go nuts on this game. It's, it's, there's not a lot of value, especially with the side. It's something that I was talking about in the first segment. Just because this is a big game, just because this is going to be the last game of the NFL season, does not mean that this has to be the last game of the season for your bankroll as well. Because we're going to have football back in the spring, or I should say more in the summertime with regards to preseason. In the springtime, you get baseball, you get college basketball, you've got the NBA, you've got the NHL. So there's a lot of options out there. If you don't see what you like, don't force it up, but... Man, that we always want on this show is you, Jared, because you do such a great job taking a look at this game that we all know and love. And I always appreciate the time. Thank you. Have a good one, Greg. Good luck. Always great to have Jared Smith aboard. And coming up next, we talk some NFL and college basketball with Rob Donaldson of the Best Best Show right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and so much more. You're going to love every bite. It's an Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts for free rich juicy pork chops with your order minimum purchase may apply that's over at omahasteaks.com slash vsin we're back here on the greg peterson experience on visa the sports betting network it is always great to be joined by this fan as we've got rob donaldson aboard go to youtube.com slash rob donaldson you're able to check out all of his great work as he does a great job taking a look at college basketball but i know that he much like myself geared up for the super bowl as well and rob it's always a pleasure my friend thank you yeah, always thank you for having me on, Greg. And, you know, and Super Bowl's wrapping up. NFL's wrapping up this weekend, and it's going to be an exciting game. But uh, college basketball is also heating up, so it's going to be a really fun February here. Absolutely. And we'll be hitting some college basketball in a minute. But first things first, it is a big game. We've got the Chiefs currently as two-point underdogs, total of 47.5. Where are you right now landing on the big game? And what are you liking, whether that be side, total, or just perhaps a few props as well? Yeah, so I'm definitely on the side of the Chiefs. I, I just think that defense is the equalizer this year, and now you're also giving uh, Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense basically two weeks of prep for a, a, a good San Francisco 49ers defense that, although they are good, they have been getting punched in the mouth by Jordan Love and by Jared Goff and the Lions. And so I do think there's potentially some susceptibility there, and I, I feel like the Chiefs defense just really isn't getting the necessary credit despite being one of the best units in the entire league so I'm leaning towards just the Chiefs money line or taking the plus two undecided on how I want to kind of balance that out. And I'm also leaning towards kind of fading Brock Purdy in the moment and, and maybe taking him to throw a couple of interceptions. Yeah, with Brock Purdy, I could see that as well because he has been quite shaky here in the playoffs as this entire 49ers defense has been as well. But I feel like uh, the four core just units in this game both of the offenses, both of the defenses. I feel like the Chiefs defense out of those four is the most dominant, which did put me on the under in this spot. I'm not sure if you agree slash disagree, but I do take a look at the total of 47.5, and I see a little bit of value on the under. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. And the Chiefs aren't going to be afraid to kick field goals in this game, just kind of knowing that their defense can neutralize. And Harrison Bucker, you know, when you have a reliable kicker like that on one side, you're you're going to feel like you can lean on him in this type of ball game. And on the other side, just kind of another factor to consider in this ball game, the 49ers have a rookie kicker who's had his ups and downs at moments in time this this season. So when you're kind of looking at that angle, too, uh, I, yeah, I could just totally see a 27, 24, maybe a 24, 21 type ball game. And it's coming down to, you know, a kicker making a field goal. And if he's in that moment, it might be too bright. Yep, absolutely. And I do think that that's always worth taking a look at. And with regards to the Chiefs, this is an entire team with that experience there, though. For the 49ers, they were here in 2020. And I'm not sure how much you take a look at the Super Bowl that we saw in 2020. But for me, anyone that's trying to draw any conclusions from that, I think they're looking up the wrong tree, for lack of a better term, in this one. Because I do feel like this Super Bowl is going to be completely different. As I mean, other than really like Patrick Mahomes and a few of the star defensive players on both sides, these are two completely different teams. Yeah, and we're coming off of a Super Bowl that had absolute fireworks where touchdowns are going flying off the board in the first half. And so I think we're getting a lot of perception on just taking the under in this kind of spot. Yep, right there with you as Rob Donaldson. He does great work with the show slash podcast. Rob's the best bet show. Joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Banking Network. And Rob, with the Super Bowl, the one bad thing about it is that we are not going to be seeing it on Tuesday. We are going to be seeing that on Sunday. Instead, on Tuesday, we've got ourselves a lot of college basketball. And I want to throw at you first... What I took with my DK Network right up pick. I'm going to be on George Washington. Right now, DraftKings seeing a 5.5. And, and actually, as I've been doing this show here at Circa, it's come down to 4.5, which was the opener. Total on this game is 156. Not sure how you evaluate this George Washington versus Rhode Island game, but I just take a look at this George Washington team. They just are a bunch that, in my opinion, is so different at home and for Rhode Island. They are just getting absolutely lambasted with regards to turnovers. And for lack of a better term, they're just making mental mistakes that are really costing themselves games. Yeah, and this is one of those lines that over the past couple of weeks has kind of um, led to some really close ball games at, at the five and a half, four and a half type line. Um, at the same time, though, I, I'm with you. I think George Washington, yes, they're high variance, so potentially they could shoot themselves out of any ball game. That's the case with a lot of these kinds of teams. But Rhode Island on the other side, if they get punched in the mouth early, they're going to stay down, is what it kind of feels like, especially on the road. So I'm right there with you. I would lay with George Washington, and I wouldn't be afraid of the line movement either. Yep, I'm right there with you. And when it comes to this George Washington team, I just have all sorts of question marks with them right now. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people that they take a look at that Duke versus North Carolina game, and they're going to think, oh, boy, let down spot for North Carolina after they knocked off their bitter rival. But this is a line that's coming down. North Carolina opened up as an 8.5 point favorite. Now I'm seeing it between 7 and 7.5 with a total between 153.5 and 154.5. And I like North Carolina in this spot. We saw this the first time around when North Carolina held Clemson at 55 points. Now, I don't think that Clemson shoots less than 20% from three like they did the first time around, but this has been an incredibly incredible North Carolina defense. They've really been able to rise up this year with that regard. I think that that's a big X factor in this game. Yeah, North Carolina is already a bet that I've placed for tomorrow, laying the seven and a half when it was at that number. And I, I do feel pretty confident in, in doing so because, one, Clemson and Brad Brownell in the month of February and March just seemingly always fade away. I hate kind of using that narrative of kind of pinning a coach to what they've done in the past, but 14 years running and that's kind of been a consistent theme. There's something there. And also, when you kind of look at this Clemson team, you got to wonder how much you know, motivation and just energy has been sapped from them over the past five games. They've lost a close home game to Virginia. They lost a close road game at Duke where they kind of got robbed by the whistle. And then they also lost to Georgia Tech at home and a nail-biting finish where Georgia Tech had to come back there too. So they're getting punched in the mouth. They're really kind of getting drained on. And yes, they have a lot of experience, but it only takes so much before you just kind of keel over after that happens so many times. And Rob, for those that are listening, listening slash watching on visa.com youtube tv anywhere that you're able to get video of this fine network i know you're currently wearing an iowa hat and 
You are very much having some good connections to the state, but we've got Iowa State who's in action on Tuesday, and I think that you, much like myself, are starting to feel a little bit more bearish on this Iowa State team. They're two-point underdogs on the road against Texas, but the total of 140, and I think the big key for Texas is taking care of the ball because we're starting to see this Iowa State team is very beatable with regards to if you're able to get off some open threes, and I think Texas is going to be able to execute. Wouldn't want to lay much more than two, but I'm going to be willing to lay the deuce with Texas on Tuesday. Yeah, I always kind of get weary betting on Texas because you already know and, and the books already know when they're setting lines that people are going to be wanting to bet Texas. That fan base is large enough where there's going to be enough action on that side, regardless of who they're playing or regardless of what the line is at. But at the same time, I do feel like this is a really great spot for a Texas team that kind of needs some resume builders. They just picked up a big win at TCU, which is going to go a long way. They also have wins over Baylor and Oklahoma as well in the last five. But if you can kind of cap this one off with a top 15 win at home when you really should be winning this type of game with how Iowa State plays away from Ames, uh, I, I really do think they're going to come ready to play and win this one outright. And hey, if they're going to win it outright, hopefully it's by more than two and a half. Yep, absolutely. And I take a look at this game and right now we're finding this line at two as well, only I think that the two is for the wrong team. Dayton is on the road facing off against St. Joe's. St. Joe's is a 2.0 underdog. Total on this game is between 143 and 143.5. And, and a lot of these teams have a lot of the same fortes. Both of these teams do a nice job cutting you off from three-point range. Dayton has a little bit more size down low, but St. Joe's has gotten a lot out of Rashir Fleming. I do take a look at the home court environment that St. Joe's have, has, and I feel like they should be a slight favorite for that very hard to go on the road, and I'm going to trust that St. Joe's getting a little bit of a plus number on the money line. Yeah, and Dayton's the hunted in the A-10. They have, it's been that way for quite some time, probably over a decade now, if I had to guess. And, you know, St. Joseph's, um, this is a team that, kind of like we talked about with George Washington, is really high variance, and they can shoot themselves out of ball games. But in this type of moment, we've seen them play up against Princeton earlier on the season. I think this is kind of a similar spot with a team that has a pretty high billing and obviously a conference rival as well. So I think St. Joe's is going to get it done tomorrow outright. And, you know, plus two, plus two and a half is just kind of the icing on the cake. And I do have to throw at you the game with the biggest spread on the board. DePaul is on the road against St. Joe's. <laughs> St. Joe's is a 21 and a half, or St. John's, I should say. St. John's is a 21 and a half to a 22 point favorite. Totals between 147 and 148 and a half. I don't know if you have the stones that take DePaul here, but I do not just because this DePaul team looks absolutely wretched. Yeah, I, there's just certain teams that I, I'm just refusing to bet on nowadays. And DePaul, Detroit Mercy, IUPUI, those are two, those are three of them there. And yes, I, I don't think I can take any kind of number that you give me unless it's like plus 40 with DePaul right now. So definitely stay away. But if you want to take a side, lean towards laying it with St. John's. Man, I mean, it is just so bad what we're seeing at DePaul. It's the opposite of you, Rob. You do absolutely tremendous work with the Rob's Best Bet Show, and we always appreciate your insights when you come on and join me on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem, Greg. Always love hopping on with you. And as always, man, uh, you're the gold standard, and it's always a great time to chop it up with you. Thank you, Rob. Rob Donaldson does such good work. Take a look at the NFL and college basketball. And coming up next, got to take a look at some Super Bowl props. So who better to bring on than man who's known as Butte from Vegas, Dave Tooley, right here on the Great Peterson Experience. I'm Vincent, the Sports Bank Network. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Looking for a super offer on Super Bowl 58? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook has got you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Utilize the promo code VSIN when you do as new customers. The place about a $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with that promo code of VSIN. Because over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience of Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Always great to be joined by this man, Dave Tooley. Be able to follow him on Twitter slash X at such a great handle at View from Vegas all together. Doing a great job. Taking a look at what we're all getting in terms of this great game of the NFL. Taking a look at this wonderful event out here in Las Vegas. And I know that he's been taking a look at just a lot of the unique props that we've got on the board at so many of these books. And Dave, always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. Obviously, a Super Bowl week, <laughs> always just you know huge in the industry. But yeah, now having it here uh, right in town uh, adds another whole level. Oh, it certainly is. It's been a dream of mine to always be in the same city as a Super Bowl because being in Wisconsin, that never happened. So nice to, that it has come out here to lovely Las Vegas, something that many of us never even dreamt possible. So very nice that things have been able to come around on that front end. First things first, let's take a look at what we've all got in terms of the game itself, in terms of the side in total. Right now, we've got the Chiefs as a two-point underdog. Total this game is 47.5, and if you search far and wide, you're able to find a few two-and-a-halves out there. And where do you lean with regards to the Super Bowl side-slash-total? Because for me, it comes down to a factor of, I just don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes in this game. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's the square viewpoint. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you're hearing that from a lot of people, and you know, um, and yeah, I just heard the promo from us uh, from Stormy talking about you know Mahomes. What is he? 11, 11, 11 one and one against the spread, and with ten outright upsets as an underdog, right? So yeah, he he's, he rarely gets points, and I mean, and usually when he does, I mean, you know, granted, it, it's usually like this, you know, under under a field goal, you you never see him as 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 a huge dog. So it's not, not too shocking that he has such a good record um, as a dog, but uh, yeah, it is kind of the you know the square opinion, the popular opinion, but it's also yeah, it's also the side that I'm on too. <laughs> uh, yeah, dog or pass, I'm def- definitely not going to pass here uh, for the Super Bowl, and uh, so yeah, I think Chiefs have the way to go. And again, whether you take the two or you know, I'm seeing right now on the screen, Westgate is uh, plus two and a half. Uh, like you said, there were some more other two and a half out there. I didn't see hit hit three anywhere, so um, you know that 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 looks unlikely that, that the books will put them in the position of getting sided there. But um, yeah, your your, your prior guest um, made the point, and we're hearing this a, a lot more too about the Chiefs' defense. I, I've been writing about that for the last couple of weeks. Um, that you know the offense, you know, we all know has been you know inconsistent all year, especially the receivers. Um, you know, Mahomes really had to you know, elevate that team, and you know, but it's really been the defense all year that has kept them in game um, and allowed him to, to pull out the the last second win. Uh, the Forty Niners, there you know, let's go talk about their defense number three uh, points allowed, but the Chiefs are number two at you know sixteen point eight, you know, including the playoff game uh, points a game. So yeah, they've, they've just been a, just a really solid unit. And like you said, that that also puts me look, looking to the under, uh, under forty seven and a half. I'm pretty much uh, see that pretty much painted 
all across all across town. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you know, the Chiefs have a play. You know, you know, in addition to just saying you know Mahomes is a dog, and obviously you know Andy Reid, we all know for you know decades now has been great off of a bye with extra time to to prepare. You know, whether it's uh, in the regular season and in the playoffs. So you know, I, I think they also have the, the coaching edge there. Yep, I'm right there with you. I also do like the under in this spot as well because I do feel like this Super Bowl is going to be different than what we've seen in a couple of Super Bowls past, not just the 49ers versus Chiefs Super Bowl, which I really don't think that there's any comparisons that we can really take from the 2020 Super Bowl. You've got a new quarterback on the side of the 49ers. Pretty much all the skill position guys, Sands, Travis, Kelsey, those are different for the Chiefs as well. So you've got a lot of different suspects in this game, but I do take a look at just this game in general with the Kansas City Chiefs with that defense. And I do think that it leads to this game having a little bit of a different tenor. And how do you take a look at the prop market as a result of this? Because I do think that it could bode well for quite a few unders, whereas last year, as you know as well as I do, in that Chiefs versus Eagles game, pretty much all the overs were hitting. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, but no, uh, again, in, in general, when, when it comes to, pro, to pro, in-game props, um, I'm I'm always leaning towards the under, anyway, because uh, you know for, for for props to go over, you know everything has to go right, everything has to click. Uh, but you know with the with the under, you know if a player underachieves or you know and obviously if they get hurt, uh, you have a better better chance to uh, to catch it too. So there's almost always value on the under. So a lot of the individual props, I'm I'm just waiting to you know for the public to bet some of those numbers higher and for me to find my spots on those. But uh, I do have three props that are you know, really tied to my handicap of the game. And again, believing it's going to be close. Um, I'm, I'm calling for a Chiefs 23-20 to 20 victory. Um, and that's going to be in the, uh, the decent betting guide that I believe is coming out in the, in the morning. Um, but then the other props I'm looking at are the, the game tied after 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, currently minus 120 at the Westgate. Um Again, just you just have to you know get the game tied. You know, following following the point after touchdown. You know, so you know if they score, then the kick extra point to go up by one. It it doesn't count as as uh, being tied after zero zero. But uh, you know, last year uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles traded TDs on their opening drives to tie it at seven. So that was an easy winner. Uh, the two prior years it did not hit, but before that it hit four four years in a row. And it's on a six and three run the last nine years, so it's, it, that, that's been a very profitable uh, bet for me, especially in, in, like I said, in recent years where these uh, spreads have been closer to pick them. So you know, obviously expecting you know close back and forth games. Um, and along the same lines, I also love the largest lead under fourteen and a half. Um, that, that's uh, you got to lead a little juice there, minus one thirty. Um, but I'm but I'm not opposed to that because you know, I think it is you know, there's still value there. Um, because this one has also been hitting uh, at a at a good rate, uh, um, I think I, you know, I think I wrote in my prop piece for the betting guide that uh, yeah, it's, it's under it's five and one um, the last uh, six years and uh, seven and two in the last nine years. So with the, with only you know, two games being uh, blowouts, you know, one of those being the Falcons being twenty eight <laughs> twenty eight to three on the Patriots. And uh, and then blowing that, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was actually fearing that you know the books might you know lower this you know the over under largest lead to thirteen and a half or make it even higher juice. So again, I, I think that's a still still value. And then the other the other one I I love and I, I bet this one for years is a halftime tie to each team. So if it's a halftime tie to the 49ers winning, it pays sixteen to one, and a halftime tie to the Chiefs winning, it pays twenty to one. So those those are aggregate payoffs of plus seven fifty or plus nine fifty. Um, if you just get to the halfway time, you know, the half halftime tie, you know you're going to cash one of those. So uh, again, it hit it, it hit every couple of years, and again at those prices, uh, you, you don't have to hit it every year to have a positive EV. Yep, and I think that there's more value with those bets if you 
do have a lower scoring slug like we are both expecting as well. As Dave Tulio does tremendous work over here at Visa and joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And did want to ask you about this as well because you were mentioning about waiting for some of the public to be able to take some of these props. When do you typically bet a lot of your unders with regards to Super Bowl props? Because as we know, there will be the public that hits them and then you have more of the professionals that they do come back on it. And I do think that timing with a lot of these props can be very imperative. Yeah, obviously, you know, with being able to bet on the app, <laughs> on the apps these days, that makes it a hell of a lot easier to get down money on actual Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, in, in you know, in the in the past, I would always try and make all my bets on Friday or Saturday just to make sure I got them in. But uh, but but now you now you can certainly wait, and you know, there's there's going to be again just value popping up you know, as we get closer to the game. Because uh, again, there's going to be definitely sides that are going to steam. You're going to be you know, be reading it on Twitter. People are going to be reporting on which of them are moving, and uh, yeah, you, you just got to evaluate the, where the market is uh, is overreacting on these things. Yeah, but I think that that is so important. Just being able to time things up correctly. And Dave, I know that. You've been betting the Super Bowl here in lovely Las Vegas for many, many years. I know that you, much like myself, are very happy that this event has come to Las Vegas. You do such a good job taking a look at all these props. And I know you're reporting on everything from where the money is coming into some of the, shall we say, more funky props that we are going to be seeing. And we're going to be seeing quite a few of those coming up in the next few days. So always appreciate the time, Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks for having me. Good luck, everyone. Always great to be able to have Dave Tooley aboard. He does such a good job. Take a look at where everything is going, and it should be a very interesting Super Bowl, to say the least. We'll get a little bit more of it in hour number three when David Baker joins me, but we've also got some college basketball action happening on Tuesday as well. It is Super Week right here on VSIN, and what else is super is being able to find some bets with regards to basketball front, so we'll do that next right here on the Great Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bay Network. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.